You are listening to the Path to Mindset Mastery Podcast. Today, the entire focus is on helping you break through one of the biggest limiting beliefs holding you back in your business. And we're going to expand on what we talked about in the podcast last week. You don't need to have listened to that before in order to get the most out of this. You can listen to this and then that if you'd like. But we're going to dive into one of the biggest lies business owners tell themselves that hold them back from what they truly want most in their life. And if you master what we're going to talk about today, everything in your business and in your life will get so much easier. This week is an expansion on last week. Last week we talked about how the biggest about the biggest lie you could tell yourself is that success is harder for you, but that lie disguises itself in a lot of ways. And today I'm going to show you what those ways are and how we can break through them. So my name is Brad Bizjak. I'm a mindset coach and inspirational speaker. And for the last three years, I've worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and home-based business owners and help people just like you shatter limiting beliefs and overcome self-doubt and build confidence and create the life you truly deserve. This is the Path to Mindset Mastery Podcast. And first things first, I have a tool to help you. I've mentioned this before, but I want to share with with you again. I have a tool to help you with the limiting emotions emotions, like our life is a direct reflection of the quality of our emotions. And so if our emotions are in a lower state, naturally our business and our life is in a lower state. We don't get the results we want because when we're overwhelmed, do we take the appropriate amount of action? No. And so what I've created is a PDF tool for you that's plug and play. When you're feeling overwhelmed or anxiety or stressed or frustrated or hurt or angry, you can plug that emotion into this PDF and it will show you what it means and what you can specifically do to make it go away in seconds instead of it overtaking your entire week. So you can get back to building confidence and serving people, being consistent in your business so much faster. You can find that linked up below this video and this podcast and get that right away. And as always, if you're finding value in this show, please make sure to give us a rating and review. I love seeing your feedback and what this has done for your life. So if you feel compelled to, We'd love it if you left us a rating and review. Share this on your Instagram stories or Facebook stories as well. Screenshot it. Get more people here because more people need to hear this. And let's get into it. I want to bring awareness today. This is going to be a shorter episode into what we call the 10 pitfalls of victimhood. Last week, we talked about how success, the biggest lie you could ever believe, is that success is harder for you or it's easier for other people. I shared some stories about my life and other people's stories that are really, really impactful. And it shows that if they've been through that, you can get through your stuff. Whatever you've been through, there's always someone that has been through more in some way, shape, or form. We talked about how our past is actually a blessing. And how if you take a look at the quality of your life that you love the most, chances are there because you want to be the opposite of the person that hurt you or the situation that hurt you. So if that person were who you wanted them to be, you wouldn't be you. So a lot of people have this victim mindset saying, it's harder for me. You don't understand my past. You don't understand my business. I'm an introvert. I can't send these invites out there. I don't know enough people. But the most toxic lie you could ever believe is that success is harder for you. It is not true. Success is an even playing field and it's given to the people that learn to appreciate their life, their past, present, and future. And it's so much simpler, but it disguises itself. The lie that success is harder for me disguises itself in in what I found to be 10 different ways. So I want to bring awareness to these 10 ways, the 10 pitfalls of victimhood. And they're little lies you might tell yourself if you've ever been challenged by that belief that success is harder for you in any way. So living with a victim mindset is incredibly attractive 
because it gives you a way out of taking responsibility. It, it allows you to not solve the problem and it gives you a way out of doing something scary. So what I'm gonna take you through these 10, I'm gonna ask you to give yourself a rating on a scale of one to 10. One is, you know what, These are this is not a problem for me, I'm pretty rock solid here. And 10 is, yeah, this is really, really sounding like me. And here's my challenge for you. Look at these areas without judgment, without judgment. Because if you judge yourself for how you're rating yourself here, then you're not gonna be able to change it. But if you just notice it, Instead of making it wrong, you can start to make the changes that will move your life forward. So make a promise to yourself before I go into this. There is no self-judgment. It's just noticing where I'm at. And in Appreciation Academy, I'll teach you how to break through all this stuff. But for now, I just want to see how true these feel for you and kind of shatter these limiting beliefs that might hold you back. So let's get in with number one. Number one. Other people's success is my failure. Have you ever looked at other people that are winning and you want to be happy for them, but you're like, it must be easier for them. Or they have something that you don't have and you kind of get jealous or envious and you compare yourself. Other people's success is not your failure. Other people's successes means possibility. It shows you what you can create in your life. Think about TV talk show hosts. Because Jimmy Kimmel is successful, does that mean that Jimmy Fallon can't be? No. What about Oprah versus Ellen? No, right? When we see other people's successes, we have to learn to appreciate it instead of judging ourselves. Because when we appreciate other people's successes, all of a sudden, we align with being able to receive the, the, the lesson that comes from their success we're able to see what they did and apply it to our lives. When their success equals our failure, we hold back from applying what they did because we just can't be like them. But when we appreciate their success and we're happy for them and we're proud of them and love them for it, it proves to us that success is possible for us too. And then we can go to them for mentorship or see what they did and apply it to our own business and life and move forward as well. So seeing other people's successes does not mean you are a failure. It means you can succeed too. Does that make sense? So give yourself a rating on a scale of one to 10 with where you are, 10 being that's totally me. I think other people's success is my failure. One, not so much. Number two, number two, the lie, or I shouldn't say the lie, the action of making things worse than they actually are, right? I missed my goals in the month of June, therefore I'm a bad business owner and can't be successful in the month of July. Obviously, it's not true, but when you make things worse than they are, when you catastrophize things, you literally create the story you're trying to avoid. Let's say that you really want to be part of a networking group, but you're afraid of what people will think of you, and you build up these stories in your mind about how oh, you just don't know if they're going to like you, you don't know if you'll be able to add value to them, why would they want to be part of something like, uh, be part of someone like you, and you build up all these stories about ma making it worse than it actually is, what ends up happening? You never join the group, you never get the networking group, you literally create a worse experience than what you were expecting by making things worse than they are. Write this in your notes. Great leaders see things as they are, not worse than they are. So if you miss a goal and say you're a failure, you take minimal action then, and then you get horrible results. So you literally create what you're trying to avoid. You have to learn to appreciate where you are 
and stop making it worse than what it actually is. Great leaders see things as they are, not worse than they are. So I want you to ask yourself something. If that is you, give yourself a rating. What are you getting out of making things worse than they are? Because you're getting something out of it, otherwise you wouldn't be doing it. What are you getting out of it? Is it a way out of something? Is it sympathy? What is it for you? And is that serving you? And what are the consequences if you keep doing that? That's number two. Number three, give yourself a rating here. Whatever I do, it won't be enough. You ever done that, right? Like your worthiness is based on more. Well, more is a moving target. So question, what will be enough? Have you ever noticed the target of enough is moving and you're basing your self-worth on something that's next? So it's impossible to hit. So be honest with yourself though. The way to combat this is realizing how much you already do. The reason you probably feel miserable in this area, if you do, is that you're looking at it from the perspective of you should be doing more than you actually are right now. And when you should be doing more than you actually are right now, what's happening is that you're not seeing the beauty in what you've already done. And when you don't see the beauty in what you've already done, then you can't count your wins. And when you don't count your wins, you don't build confidence. So you need to start looking at what you have accomplished and being grateful for what you have accomplished. Learn to be appreciative for the baby steps and the big steps get easier. Does that make sense? Okay, number four, if I succeed, I'll screw it up. Well, first, if you, like, you're already having success in so many aspects, you're probably just not appreciating it and you're trying to be perfect. But second, here's what's most important. If you succeed, you'll screw it up. Yes, you will. You will screw it up. Of course you're gonna screw it up. How do you think people become successful? By learning from mistakes. You agree with that, right? So start applying it. Adopt failure as a beautiful thing. Appreciate the screw ups because that's what's gonna teach you the lessons to move you forward in your life. Give yourself a rating there. Number five. I've tried everything and it's not working. I've tried everything. Is that true? Have you tried everything? No, it's not true. Think if you tried everything, you would be successful. Think about weight loss. If someone says they've tried everything and can't succeed, is it true? No. Remember, it is not the how that matters. It's the mindset. I shouldn't say the how doesn't matter. The how matters, but the mindset matters more because if you have the how but don't have the mindset, you won't apply the how. It's the mindset that matters more. 80% of success is psychology, 20% is mechanics. And honestly, just the fact that you're someone that listens to a podcast like this tells me that you don't believe you've tried everything. Otherwise, you wouldn't be trying to grow. Wouldn't you agree with that? So give yourself a rating there, scale of one to 10. Number six, it's easier for successful people to be grateful. It's easier for successful people to be grateful. It's kind of the must be nice mentality. Like, do you ever compare yourself to other people's highlight reels? And you have no idea the obstacles they faced. Write this down. You get rewarded in public for what you practice in private. I learned that from Tony Robbins as well. You get rewarded in public for what you practice in private. You don't see the behind the scenes of what people get rewarded for. So if I didn't share my story with you regularly, you wouldn't believe what's coming out of my mouth. So. We need to see that when people are sharing wins on social media, you're not seeing what's going on behind the scenes. Does that make sense? So learn to appreciate the role models that are showing you what's possible and respect that there's so much more going on behind the scenes that you don't know what's, what's happening. They are not part of the lucky sperm club. 
They're in the club of working their ass off to find a way to get by, and they're excited about their wins. Learn to appreciate it and give yourself a rating on believing it's easier for successful people to be grateful. Number eight, or sorry, number seven, number seven. Appreciation makes me feel like a fake. When you feel like success is easier for other people, you don't appreciate your life. Or when it's harder for you, you don't appreciate your life. And when you do appreciate your life with this belief, you feel kind of fake. Because appreciation is the antidote to all of that. But what's fake in finding the beauty in a tough situation? It's kind of like smiling in the mirror. All these studies show that it makes you happier. But in the beginning, wouldn't it feel weird to do it, to stand up and smile in the mirror? Yeah, just like, so just like anything, appreciation is a muscle. And the more you flex that muscle, the stronger it gets. It's like, it's like seeing a puppy trying to walk. They have these big floppy paws, right? But they grow into them and they learn to walk through practice over time. Same thing with appreciation. You just need to try it and do it and get into it. And slowly but surely, you'll notice the beauty of your life come to fruition and come and you'll be able to notice it more. It's kind of like a pitcher of dirty water. Have you ever made a protein shake and you make a, you fill it up with water after you're done drinking it? It's all nasty, right? But what happens when you keep pouring the clear water into it? When you keep pouring the clear water into it, what eventually happens is the water clears up, but it doesn't clear up right away. Slowly but surely you remove the gunk. You got to scrape the peanut butter off the freaking sides, right? <laughs> slowly but surely it gets better. That's what happens when you do this. It's not perfect all the time. You just need to slowly but surely practice this and it gets easier to find things to be grateful for. Number eight, so actually give yourself a rating on the belief appreciation makes me feel like a fake. Is that true? Not true. Number eight, what they did was unforgivable. And this is for the real trauma. This is the dark stuff that you wish never happened to you, or I should say for you. And if that's you, my friend, I'm genuinely sorry that you went through that traumatic event. But for now, You need to appreciate the growth that came from it. You need to appreciate the qualities in your life that are beautiful because of that pain. You need to appreciate how much stronger you have gotten. You need to appreciate it. I'll teach you the skill of forgiveness and appreciation academy. What I'm saying is we do not condone what they did. Absolutely not. But forgiveness is about you. It's about taking responsibility for how you feel go forward. It's not letting an event or a person dominate your emotional state. The antidote to trauma is forgiveness. We'll work through that in detail in Appreciation Academy if you decide to join one day. But we need to remember that what they did is forgivable. It's a choice not to forgive. It's always forgivable. You can choose to forgive something. You're just deciding not to. And that's okay. There's no judgment for that. You might want to hold on to that a little bit longer because we're getting something from it. We're getting something from holding on to that. But when we learn to let it go, all of a sudden life gets much easier. So give yourself a rating there. Zero is not like me at all. 10 is totally like me. I believe that what they did is unforgivable. Number nine. Number nine. I can't succeed because I don't know how. How many, how many times have you said... I don't know how to do this, so what's the point of even trying? It's that perfection mindset, right? Perfectionists do one of three things. They either don't start because they don't know how and feel miserable. They do things perfectly and get a result and still feel miserable and like it's not enough because then they're thinking on what's next, what I didn't do next, what I didn't do next. Or number three is things don't go in line with their expectations of how it should have gone and so they feel miserable. 
So if you can't succeed because you don't know how, it's living in perfection. And write this down, you won't know how until you start. You can read every book in the world, but the greatest education comes from experience. Doesn't that make sense? If you don't start because you don't know how, you won't succeed anyways. I love the quote, again, from Tony Robbins. I'm a big Tony Robbins guy. I love the quote, success is a result of good judgment. Good judgment is a result of experience and experience is the result of bad judgment. Like, isn't all of adulthood just people trying to figure their shit out anyways, right? That's what it is. It's adulthood. It's that people just trying to figure their shit out. Have you ever said, I don't feel like a real adult or adulting super hard today when you do something that's more adult-like than you're used to? You do that through your 20s and then you do it again in your 30s. You realize that you're still figuring out in your 30s. I haven't gotten to my 40s yet at the time of this, this podcast, but I'm guessing it's the exact same thing. You're still just trying to figure it out. So be grateful for the mistakes because that's the only way to get you to where you want to go. When you're living in perfection, there is no room for error. So you can't make mistakes. Therefore, do you ever get to the goal? No, you will not get to the goal unless you make mistakes. But if you're trying to be outstanding at something, are you allowed error? Yeah, you're allowed room for error. In fact, you can't be outstanding if you don't make errors. So give yourself a rating in that belief. I can't succeed because I don't know how. And finally, number 10, a big one. Number 10, in the pitfalls of victimhood. I don't have much to be grateful for. And this is dangerous territory because it's not true. It's not true. Let me give you an example. Look around the room you're in right now and count up the number of things you can find that are red. Ready, go. Look for red. Count the things that are red. Look for red, look for red, look for red, look for red, look for red. Count the things that are red in the room that you're in right now. Keep counting red, 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 red. Keep looking for red and note the number of things you found that were red. Question though. You found all this red, but how many things did you find that were blue? You have no idea. You have no idea, probably zero. You have no idea how many things that were blue in the room, but check this out. Count up in the room you're in right now, count up the number of things you can find that are blue. Ready, go, look for blue. Count the things that are blue. Look for blue, look for blue, look for blue. Keep looking for blue, look for blue, look for blue, look for blue, look for blue. Count the things that are blue. Where's it coming from? Look for blue, look for blue, look for blue, look for blue. Where did it come from? It was there the whole time. You just weren't looking for it. There's a piece of your brain called the reticular activating system. Its job is to fizzle out all the crap that you don't tell it is important. You ever wondered why when you decide on a type of car you want to buy, you start seeing it everywhere? It's because it's your RAS doing its job, your reticular activating system doing its job. You told your brain it's important, so it sees it. Well, when you say, I don't have much to be grateful for, you're looking for red. You're not seeing blue, but there's blue everywhere. If you had to find something to be grateful for, you absolutely could. You absolutely could. If you had to find something, there is beauty everywhere. You're just likely not looking for it if this belief is true for you. If you had to find something, you could. And when you start flooding your mind with that, your life changes in a single second. So give yourself a rating on I don't have much to be grateful for. And the reason I went through these is because the belief of success is harder for me disguises itself with a victim mentality. And victim mentality is so attractive because it gives us a way out of taking responsibility. It allows us to blame something else. And blame, it might be a good short-term way of avoiding pain, but it's a long-term strategy for misery. You will end up in misery because you'll never feel totally aligned with who you truly are. So we've learned now in the past two episodes that success is not harder for you. A victim mindset is not going to make you get to your dreams. And 
it's not easier for other people. Success is an even playing field and it's given to the people that learn to appreciate their life, that learn to love their life where they're at right now. And isn't that simple? It's so much simpler than trying to figure out all this stuff that you went through and why it's not fair. It's so much easier because you take responsibility. It feels harder in the beginning, but I'm telling you it's so much easier in the long run. So I hope you took so much away from this episode today. Don't forget to download the Mindset First Aid Kit below. It's going to take you from that overwhelmed, anxiety, fear-based place and help you solve those emotions in seconds instead of them lasting weeks. You can take the emotion, plug it into the PDF. It tells you what it means and how to break through it in seconds. It is a game changer, created it for myself, learn from my mentors on how to do this, and it will help you just the same. Imagine no longer needing a week to get back on track. Download the Mindset First Aid Kit PDF linked up right below this podcast in this video. Everything's all linked up. You should have access to it right there. And as always, if you're finding value in this, make sure to give us a rating and review. I love your feedback. I love seeing how much this podcast has touched you. So if you feel compelled to, I would love it if you left me a rating and review on iTunes, Spotify, whatever platform you're listening to this on, and screenshot this. Share it in your stories if you got value from this. Share it on social. People need to hear this type of stuff. This is the type of stuff for business that people don't talk about. They talk about how to invite, how to sell, all these things, and those things are important, but they don't matter nearly as much if you haven't mastered your mind. That's what matters most. And that's what we're going to break through in this podcast together, in Appreciation Academy together, when you decide to join that. So my name is Brad Bizjack. Hope you got so much out of today. Go out there today and every day and live your life with a genuine smile on your face. You're only one mindset shift away from doing so. I'll see you next week.